Hey everyone, my name is Sam and I'm with my buddy Justin and uh, this is our currently untitled Minnesota United Loons podcast. Uh, maybe we'll have a name by the end of the show, maybe we won't. Yeah, share, share some ideas with us if you have any because we're not really coming up with any. Yes. So it is certainly not soccer season outdoors right now. No, very cold. We, we both work in different schools and it was the kind of weather where it was... Very cold, but not cold enough to cancel school. Right. Uh, what did we say? Like, it's 35 degrees below zero is the threshold, and it was, like, negative 32. Yep. Yeah, so uh, cold enough to piss everyone off <laughs> and uh, make no one want to come to work, um, which, which I think is funny because this is Minnesota. We're, we're used to it. I know if we would have had the day Correct. off that everyone would have... Done their errands for sure. You know, got, for sure. You know, went went to the gym. Maybe <laughs> maybe saw a movie or whatever. Just, just a nice little nice little Thursday, you know. But uh, going to work is where where that crosses the line, right? <laughs> uh, well, any anyway, yeah. Let's let's get on to uh, this. Is our first pilot episode uh, covering the Minnesota United? Great. None of you are actually listening to this. It's just for us. <laughs> I, we'll see. May, maybe this will be good enough that we don't have to delete it. That, that, that's the goal, right? Uh, so any, anyway, I, I'm Sam. Uh, you know, I played soccer in elementary school, but uh, really didn't get into soccer much until I studied abroad in England for a semester. Uh, football, it's called there. And uh, that, that was 2008. And I... I became a Chelsea fan then. Uh, I didn't really understand uh, the extent to which Chelsea was just a global power. Uh, I just, at the time, I had only heard of Manchester United, and <laughs> Chelsea was a team that was challenging them at the time, and I thought that was cool. Uh, but, you know, li living, in, uh, living in Minnesota, I became psyched when I heard that the Loons were coming to town. Mm -hmm. Or I guess they were already in town. They just weren't <laughs> with the MLS yet. Uh, became a fan uh, pretty much as soon as they became in the MLS. Uh, how about you, Justin? Uh, so I mean, kind of similar. My mom, my mom wouldn't let me play American football until I was a little bit older. So I played I played competitive soccer until I was six, and then I, I retired. I retired from the sport. Um, I I'm going to be honest. For a long time, I was not a fan of the game, and from afar, I poo pooed it. Uh, but Thanks to the, the lovely game called FIFA, uh, my sophomore year of college, uh, we just started playing FIFA in the dorms, and I started to grow to love it because it just was so much fun, and it's, I mean, probably still my favorite video game, um, but I, I, I like to say that I became, you know, you, you became a fan of Chelsea from being in England. I became a Leeds United fan because... They were in League One, so they were, there was a chance to, like, promote them, and they also had the most money. In, in FIFA 09, which was like the first game that I really like started playing a ton. Uh, and, and like Sam, I became a, I became a Minnesota United fan once, once they joined MLS. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it seemed like a great time to become a fan. Blaine was really far away. <laughs> I, I wish I was cool enough to say that I was, a, you know, an OG, but uh, not, not quite. We weren't Thunder fans, right? Oh, yeah, Wasn't I was, that what they I, were first? Yeah, I think they were, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> then it was like the stars, right? Whatever. My my father in law talks about the strikers. Those those, those colors were pretty sweet. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's just kind of start off. Uh, really go over the off season and what what took place. So we're we're coming off of a season where 
Uh, third season in the MLS, really the first season that uh, they were competitive to any extent. Uh, actually, very competitive. We're in the running for the number two seed in the Western Conference right up until the final game of the season. Ended up with the fourth seed, which was good enough for a home, to host a home playoff game at Allianz Field. Uh, so let's just talk about the key players from that team that have departed us before we talk about who's coming in. So I'll, I'll start. Uh, th this one is pretty obvious. Vito Minone, uh, MLS Goalkeeper of the Year for 2019. Uh, it appears Minnesota United uh, were trying to get keep him on the team. We're ready to make him one of the highest paid goalkeepers in the MLS, if not the highest goal, uh, goal paid goalkeeper in the MLS. But he actually, it's uh, it's you know, it's a nice story. He he wanted to be in Europe, closer to his family. Uh, he, so he was on loan to us from Reading. Uh, I've, re I've read he, he doesn't necessarily have a positive relationship with, the, with Reading and the club over there, uh, but they loaned him out to a club in Denmark, where I'm assuming he's going to be there for the remainder of the European season right. before finding a job somewhere else. I, I was telling Sam before we went on here that I kind of feel like a dick uh, after, you know, kind of like being being mad at him for being too good for MLS and then, oh, shoot. It's actually, like, a really good reason that he's not here. Uh, but, I don't know, I mean, you could say that there's some silver lining in it because, you know, we'll get to it in the future, but they they got themselves a steal of a deal for his replacement, so. Yeah, let's, let's hope so. Uh, a Angelo Rodriguez is another player. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> You know, you know I, I like the guy, right? It was fun watching his, him with his... His kid was yeah. so cute. Yeah, it was fun watching his kid shoot goals. Um, his kid shot goals. Yeah. His, I, think that's, I think that's the thing, right? That his kid shot goals. Did Angelo Rodriguez shoot goals, <laughs> Sam? Uh, not, not as many as you would prefer, right? <laughs> he, you know, and I think part of the problem was is that he was a designated player and he was sold to us uh, supporters as being a designated player. But... In terms of his contract, he actually wasn't necessarily paid designated player money, and his contract was very easy to buy down. Uh, so, right. I, I, I mean, I think we all we all became really excited, obviously, when Darwin Quintero, who we'll get to next, came to the came to the team and lit up lit up everything. made made the game very fun to watch. Then we hear Angelo Rodriguez is our second DP, and we're we're just pumped and we're Who's ready to guy? go and. Got a cool haircut, all that stuff. You know, I'm looking at his stats, and he, yeah, so so he played in 28 games, 21 starts, only five goals. And if he's going to be your, what, his, he was our number nine, right? Like, yeah. If you're going to be our number nine, that's not going to cut it, Sam. No, no, not at all. Uh, you want you want to get to our next player? Yeah, so uh, as the before mentioned, uh, Darwin Quintero, fan, fan favorite, would you say? I saw a lot of I saw a lot of his jersey. I think they wanted him to be the fan favorite, right? I think in 2018 he definitely was the fan favorite, right? But, but like when they started to like actually ascend within the league and stuff, I, I don't know if he was quite that anymore. I just don't think the production was there, right? And well, you know, we'll, we'll talk about like I don't know what his value to the team was. We we talk about in other sports where. You may have a, say in football, you may have a wide receiver just demand a lot of attention from right. the defense. And as a viewer, 
you you don't necessarily pick up on that. Right. Um, I'm I'm not sure if defenses were struggling to plan around him and you know, and that was what his value to the team was. But I, I just wasn't too disappointed when they sat him for both the U.S. Open Cup final as well as the playoff game against L.A. Galaxy. And that was, I mean, at the time, that was like, that was a big deal, right? Like, it's like, wow, this guy's your this guy's your designated player and he's on your bench, like, yeah. in the biggest moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we got, we traded him, actually. So it wasn't like the other situations, right? So we, so we traded for some cash, which I still... We we probably could talk about this forever. I have no idea how how money works in the MLS. Do you have any the TAM and game like all the acronyms? Well, whatever? I, I mean, put put me on the spot. I I, I, know the, I, I I think we're gonna have to do like a college book report kind of style, like episode later on what TAM and GAM means. Okay, uh, TAM is just the targeted allocation money, which was put into place to try to to try to acquire quality foreign players uh bring them into your teams uh the gam is the general allocation money so gotcha. the the gam is a little bit more versatile in how how the teams spend it uh but yeah that that is the cliff notes version and uh <laughs> well, you know we're deeper dive later on yeah i was gonna say i think we need to take like a graduate level course <laughs> and then we'll get back to you so they they got six hundred six hundred thousand dollars which could be a lot it, i mean i feel like you know, I guess for my head, I, I kind of put things in perspective of like Ike Parra, who is so good, was like a million dollars. Is that how much we paid for him? Something like that? Close? Yeah, I think it was a little under. Okay. But like, so like 600,000 must be in, in comparison to that kind of. Yeah. Okay. And then Marlon Hairston, who, you know, fulfills the need, right? Like, it's another good player that, that will help us this year. And then lastly, yeah, so this this next player, I mean, he he definitely had some uh playing time this season. Probably not as much as some some people would have wished considering what he meant to the team, but we we have to consider Mel, Miguel Ibarra. We have to consider him one of the key players leaving just because I I think too many of the fans uh he he was the heart and soul mm-hmm. of the team. Uh he he was uh he represented what Minnesota United supporters want to see in a Minnesota United player, and to see him be be released kind of unceremoniously. Right. Uh, what I I don't necessarily blame Adrian Heath for this, but he didn't even he wasn't even able to make an appearance in the final game. Right. Um, now we were down to LA Galaxy, and uh, you, you know we're more more focused on winning than uh, right. sending Miguel off in a proper fashion, but. You, you know, it, it does it does kind of blow to see Miguel Ibarra's Minnesota career end this way. For sure, but I, I think I think he's on trial with somebody. Seattle. I saw that Seattle. So he's he might there might be the Miguel Ibarra revenge game in the future. Well, yeah, and that'll be right before the Christian Ramirez Darwin Quintero <laughs> revenge game, which is the the final game of the regular season, right? Right. So let let's hope we've wrapped up our seed before the game against Houston at the end. So it looks like we had a we had a uh, I mean we've there's been a lot of players leaving. Um, the others aren't quite as important, I guess. It's kind of just you know some depth pieces and stuff. You know some guys that had been around for a couple years, some guys that you know were anticipated to have bigger roles than they ended up having. Um, you know some some draft picks that weren't so hot. Uh, sure. Starting with. Rasmus Schuler 
Yeah. Rasmus Schuler, who was, I think he was a, we could say a huge disappointment, right? Like for what he was supposed to be and what he actually ended up being, kind of a disappointment, right? Because he, he was a Heath guy. Heath wanted him, right? That's what I gather, right? Right. It, it seemed like the biggest thing with him was he just didn't finish the games. Uh, he, he, would, he would play like 60 minutes, 70 minutes, and then he would always be the first person that you needed to leave. Colin Martin, his option was also declined. I don't remember the last time I saw him earn any minutes besides in a friendly. Right. Uh, Great story. Like, I oh, love yeah. that we had him on our team, but yeah, he I didn't really did much. No, I, I, I was at the friendly against Madison in Madison last year, and it was fun watching him play. But uh, last year he was loaned out to Hartford Athletic in the USL, and now he signed with another USL team, the San Diego Loyal. Interesting team name, but it is, uh, it is Landon Donovan's team. So, you know, that, that might earn him a significant amount of attention. So yeah. good for him. Uh, Carter Manley, option also declined. Uh, younger player, spent most of last year with forward Madison, where he started almost every game. He was, a, was he a first-round pick? Yeah, yeah, later, which, later in the first round. Which, but yeah. I mean, I don't know how much that matters in MLS, but still, I mean, you know, it just, yeah. he just never really did anything for us. Right. right. Uh, looked great for Madison. Um, I, I, I did hear that Madison would sign him again in a heartbeat if he chose to go there, but he probably has, uh, he probably has uh, bigger dreams than just playing in the USL one. Um, Lawrence Olam, uh, MLS veteran, uh, Probably most notable appearance for Minnesota United was in that LAFC game yep. uh, where where we took out LAFC on the road. So much fun. Another kind of uh, fan favorite, Bobby Shuttleworth, goalkeeper. His option was declined. Of course, he spent most of last year on loan with Sacramento Republic in the USL. He actually was picked up by the Chicago Fire, so he can join his good old buddy Francisco Calvo down there. I'm wearing his jersey, by the way. Uh, I, <laughs> Calvo's. I think we just lost some listeners. <laughs> uh, Abu Dinladi. Oh, Pro- sweet, sweet Abu. Probably the most uh, significant player that we, we've lost uh, that's in this category I labeled depth players. Uh, former number two overall pick, our first draft pick ever uh, joining the MLS. Uh, we did not protect him going into the expansion draft, and uh, Nashville SC took him number two overall. And he was just, he again, kind of just a, a disappointment. You know, he never really became the player he wanted. Ton of speed, a lot of health issues, though, right? Like, never yeah. could stay healthy um, and just never could finish. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm looking at his, I'm looking at his numbers. So, you know, in his first year, his first year with the Loons in 2017, he had eight goals, but then in 18, he only had one, 19, he had two. Right. So, you know, if he's supposed to be a big member of this team, supposed to be some guy that we can count on, um, he needs to do better than that. I think one of the things I was looking at too is, we really, we really struck out on that draft. Because, like, if you look at the draft that he was in, there were some really good players that we did not select because we picked him. Like, there's a local kid. Um, what's his name? Jackson Ewell. So Jackson Ewell's from Minnesota. He's on Team USA at this point, like men's national team. So he went six. Some other guys, like uh, Miles Robinson is a really good defender for 
you know, like Atlanta United FC. Um, just, you know, like there's to have the first pick in the draft and not get the best player in the draft is kind of disappointing. Or not even to get a guy that's still with us, right? Only, what, three years removed. That's disappointing. Yeah, and I, I think, too, when you put it in, uh, when you compare that 2017 draft to the 2019 draft, and we'll get we'll get to the 2019 draft more later, but to have, we came out of the 2019 draft with three players that we feel right. like will be have a big future at Minnesota United. And I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, I've barely been a fan of the MLS for, for uh, you know, it's just been a little over three years, but I'm already kind of learning that the, in the MLS, you do not build your team through the draft. Right. That's more like depth. I mean, you can occasionally get a, you know, a top player out of there, but yeah, it's mostly, you know, your purchases and stuff. Yeah. And then speaking of the draft, another former draft pick, Wyatt Omsberg, uh, center back spent last year in Madison. He was traded to Chicago fire for Raheem Edwards, uh, who will be a backup left back for us. Yeah. Uh, so enough about uh, everyone that's leaving us. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the people that are coming to party. Um, you you want to give it a go? Yeah, I mean, so so kick it off with Tyler Miller. I mean that that was huge when I heard that. Um, I don't know a ton about uh, like other teams other than ours, and I knew his name. Uh, and, and it sounds like we got him for a, like a fraction of the price uh, that we were gonna pay Vito. So. I mean, I, I, I'm, assure, I'm sure that we can assume that there's going to be kind of a, a drop in, in production. But, I mean, your defense probably matters more than your goalkeeper, though, right? Right. And to keep Vito Minone, as much as most of us wanted uh, to keep Vito Minone, we would have had to uh, basically make him a designated player. Right. And does any MLS team want one of their three designated players to be a goalkeeper? Uh, you, you, you know, they've talked about what has happened in uh, Colorado with Tim Howard as one, right. of their, as one of their top paid players for the past several years. They, they've been struggling with it because that talent is just not out in the field uh, as, it, as that money is locked up in Tim Howard in the goal. Right. Uh, Luis Amaria, uh, our new number nine, our new forward on loan. Uh, for us, but with an option to buy. Uh, his previous season was in Ecuador with Universidad. He, he banged in 19 goals last year. He had a good season. He did have a good season. Uh, Definitely a breakout year for him. Now, I'm, I'm, I don't watch a lot of Ecuadorian <laughs> soccer. Uh, I'm, Neither I'm, do I. I'm told, you, you know, it's funny, people make fun of the MLS, like globally people make fun of the MLS for not being a very defensive league. Well, I think in Ecuador, there's even less defense being played. So I, I don't know. He says he's going to shoot. He's, he's going to bang in 25, 25 goals. Five <laughs> goals on MLS.com. Big, big headline. Um, you know, I, I hope it happens. You, you know, I'll, I'll be happy with double digits. Right. Uh, though he, he has already looked good in uh, preseason playing against some USL teams and some college teams. Uh, he scored with his head. I know that was I th- that was like the first <laughs> thing I said to Sam, you know, because I mean that's got to be something that everyone noticed about this team, right? We like I don't feel comfortable when we, we're taking corners. I just don't think, you know, the past year I I just never anticipated a goal, and to see that his first goal was with a header makes me very happy. 
Uh, so our final note for key players in, and I, I'm going to check Twitter really quick to, <laughs> to see if there's been any update on this. So. Are you, are you uh, what is it, the Buenos Aires Twitter accounts? Have you been following them? Uh, I, mean, I mean, a little <laughs> bit. Because like. <laughs> so, it's starting to become like a big thing down there. So we, we keep hearing that a new number 10 <laughs> is coming, and we keep hearing that it's probably going to be Emmanuel Reynoso. Uh, from Boca Juniors and Buenos Aires. Um, it seems like negotiations have been taking place for a long time now. We've got a guy that's been down there. Like, do you think he's he's got an apartment yet? He's definitely been in the Airbnb for a couple months now, right? Trying to get this guy. And nothing's really happening. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know what to say. They They have come out and said, if plan A doesn't work, they have plan B. So I, <laughs> whatever that means, I really believe we need a number, a number 10 to replace Darwin Quintero. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing against Kevin Molino. I, I think he's a great, Hot uh, boy. he's a great MLS player, a great guy to have on the team. Um, just, I'm not sure if I feel positive about the team progressing from last year. Uh, if we don't actually get this number 10 in, whether it's Reynoso or someone else. Now, I, I'm just seeing on Twitter, you know, and this is 7.33 p.m. on February 13th, I'm seeing on Twitter right now that Boca Juniors are looking for about 7 to $8 million, plus they want to retain, they, they retain a portion of Reynoso's rights should, uh, should he explode in Minnesota and Minnesota sells him off over to Europe. I, I'm not sure if that is possible. Uh, hopefully, that hopefully these are just uh, contract uh, strategy, right? You, you know, negotiation strategies. We will see. Um, we do have some death players in. First homegrown player. First homegrown player. He's uh, a he's a six foot five. He's 16 years old. Yeah. Goes to St. Paul Central. Yeah. And he's a new goalkeeper for us. New new goalkeeper. Fred just, Emmings. Just down the road from just down the road from Allianz Field, uh, I. Who knows if this guy? Who knows if this guy will ever make an appearance right. for Minnesota? I I can't imagine loaning a sixteen-year-old to Madison. But, but um, so, like, does he? Yeah, what does he do? Does he just I, practice? Well, yeah, because he's he's obviously been playing with the academy, but I'm not sure if you're allowed to still play with the academy once you've been. Once you've been given a senior contract, right? So I, we'll have to add more on that later. I I could see them bussing him down to Madison for a day at a time. I don't mm. think you just want to leave a sixteen-year-old man-child <laughs> in Madison. I I um. did I did see some some video from training, and he is like he is training. Yeah. Like this isn't some yeah. symbolic thing. Like he's getting like Amaria is shooting shots at this guy right oh, now. Yeah. Well, so, and, and he's already he's already set some Minnesota United fitness records. I've seen. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't I don't have those numbers on on uh, on me right now, but yeah, he's uh, he's impressing um, at least with his physicality. Uh, Jacory Hayes, um, midfielder. Uh, we traded a third rounder to Dallas for him. Um, y- you know, basically a. a Young prospect to Dallas. Dallas has, uh, we're just talking about homegrown players. Dallas is known for their homegrown players. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, likely to get some, uh, get some time backing up in the midfield. 
Uh, James Musa, uh, we acquired on a free transfer from Phoenix in the USL. He's got some, he's played some MLS though, right? I think I saw. Like he, he played in the USL last year, but he's, he's been in the MLS before, so he's been around the block, but he's again just a depth yeah. piece, right? Like, yeah. Another, another Kiwi, right? He's, uh, Musa is? Musa. Yeah, so he's joining uh, Michael Boxall in our next acquisition, uh, Noah Billingsley, uh, who we drafted in the first round, number eighteen from UC Santa Barbara. And I've heard, I've heard they're like they're a big fan of him. Yeah, you know, I, I maybe maybe not. I think there was rumblings that like Gasper and we'll get to Gasper and and Dotson. Yeah, Sasani Dotson. Uh, those two guys kind of shocked the world a little bit. But, like, there was murmurings in camp and stuff that they were good, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm kind of hearing similar stuff with this Billingsley guy because they talked about how he might command he might command an international spot unless he gets his green card and whether or not he's worth it, right? So, like, sure. do, you, do you loan him out so you don't use up that international spot? But I've heard murmurings that he might be good enough to just still be an international player for this team, which would be nuts. Yeah. Well, and we'll, we'll get to later... Um, they're, they're going to have to loan some people out to Madison because I, the players that they loaned to Madison last year are all gone. Right. Um, you, you know, we, we didn't have any other draft. We didn't have any second or third round draft picks. We had two in the fourth round, uh, Matthew Bentley forward, Andrew Booth midfielder uh, that we took in the fourth round. Right. Um, and who knows if they even get rostered, right? Like yeah. That's- yeah. Who, who knows if we even retain them? Uh, I've, I've heard Booth has been impressing, but... You know, we've we've heard a lot of people have been impressing. Uh, Marlon Harrison, midfielder, uh, we got from Houston for the for Darwin Quintero, along with the six hundred thousand dollars. Good luck. Can you say- <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh, Greg, Greg, our new goalkeeper, yeah, Greg. Yeah, he's going to be like one of those. Uh, you, you know, one of those uh, really flashy players oh. that just goes by his first Canadian, name. Canadian Greg. Canadian Greg, Greg but he's, he's like uh, <laughs> he's a good backup though, right? Like that's what I've oh, heard. Yeah, yeah, you know, and we needed someone. Right. Um, You're not, you don't want to put Fred Evans, a 16 year old kid, back there. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> may, maybe if we're down, just to kind of see how he plays. Because uh, we, uh, I oh, we didn't have it on here, but we have officially loaned out Dane St. Clair for the whole season. Yeah, to San Antonio. So he's he's out of the picture. So we need depth. I don't think Fred's ready, so Greg, Canadian Greg's gonna be the guy. Rat Rangelsing, we'll we'll know it. At yeah, some point. we. I, I mean, you can tell we're not professionals yet. Uh, may, maybe in a few weeks we'll we'll be of a higher quality where we'll YouTube the guy first. <laughs> <laughs> Hear how his name. This is pronounced. this next one is probably one of my favorite pickups. Uh, Aaron Schoenfeld. He is known as the... I think that's Shanefield. Shanefield? But, sorry, yeah. again, I don't know. I, I don't know either. I know but. reading it on Twitter. Um, so, first of all, great nickname. Big Celery. Big Celery. But they use a big a broccoli as the symbol? Well, there, there's not an emoji for a celery. Um, so, he's going to be great. He's, he's going to be a great addition. He's, he's super tall, right? So, that's another... Like, they talked about for him... Like having a guy that can, you know, again, we need people that can use their head to get the ball in. Uh, but I think I'm even more happy for his girlfriend. Yeah. Do you know who his girlfriend is? I, I know it's one I'm of the, you on the spot. U.S. women's She's real good. Members. She yeah. is the better one in the relationship. Abby Dahlkemper yep. is his girlfriend. So maybe, maybe she hangs out. Maybe. 
maybe the next step is that we have a women's team in Minnesota. Maybe. In, like in, in St. Paul. I think we have a women's team in Minnesota, but just not in St. Paul yet. Well, and yeah, it wouldn't be in the NWSL. Right. I think maybe in the WPSL we have a team. Uh, Raheem Edwards, we traded from Chicago Fire. Uh, or Sorry, we acquired him from Chicago Fire for Wyatt Amsberg. Uh, basically, he just said we needed more depth on the left. He was more comfortable. Wyatt Amsberg being a center back, Heath was more comfortable in the center, uh, but needed someone to back up, uh, need, needed someone to, to back us up on the left. And I think right. he, can, he can play in the midfield or, on, or as a left back, so nice versatile backup. Versatility is always, is always a positive when we're talking about the depth players. For sure. And then Jose Oja? Oh my gosh! So Oja? we we did all these notes, right? We did, we we made all these notes, uh. and we uh, we've we've been studying like positions and preseason and Gam and Tam. Not that we did a great job studying Sorry, Gam guys. and Tam, but we did not study our pronunciation. So Jose, I hope you're not listening. Yeah, and or, I'm embarrassed. Or if if you are, just help us out. You know, <laughs> we we mean well. Uh, we mean well, but yeah, you know, just an experienced MLS player. Uh, we uh, he was last with Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver wasn't great on defense, but we're not looking for him to start. We're looking for an experienced right. MLS center back. All right, so let's Justin, let's take a little break. Uh, this will be our first break of the podcast, and then let's get um, let's get on with comparing our 2020 outlook with 2019. 